Hi, and welcome back to Find Your Strength Inside. This is where we're gonna explore the incredible synergy between our physical, our mental, and our spiritual strengths. So I'm your host, Chrissy Shaver, and today we're gonna dive into the cozy embrace of our comfort zones, but not to stay there, we're gonna actually be breaking free of them. I mentioned before breaking the chains, this is where we're gonna break those chains of feeling like we have to stay in a certain area to be comfortable, but we don't. We're gonna break those chains so we can grow so we can become and be who we actually are, living from the heart, finding our strength inside to be seen as who we are. So this role of the comfort zones, it's in our physical and our emotional journey, can sometimes be pretty strong. So today I plan on talking about different tips that you can do to break free. There's gonna be a little bit of story, obviously, I like to tell story, but we're gonna get some really good golden nuggets in here that you can take to help you get out of that comfort zone in the physical, in the mental, and in the spiritual. Some things that I have done, some things that I've seen other people do, um, I've been, uh, encouraged to do some of these things too. Um, just changing the way we're thinking, changing languaging, changing the way we move our bodies um, to not be like everyone else. We are all unique. We were all put here for a reason and our uniqueness is what helps us shine. Not staying in the comfort zone, but sometimes we get stuck because it's safe. So learning how to be safe outside of that zone and finding a new comfort zone to accomplish this. Let's get started diving into the first one. Our first one I want to talk about is the comfort zones and accomplishments. This could be the mental. So talking about things that we all know too well, we want to achieve something, but it's scary to take that first step to get out there. So we stay in a comfort zone and just kind of hope and pray that it that it happens. I know I am guilty of this. I have done it many times. Like just go with the flow and the, whatever I need to happen will happen. Luckily, it's happened to keep me comfortable. But now being in this state of growth, one, launching this podcast, that has been huge for me. Getting out of my comfort zone when I have to record Cord, but I feel so accomplished when I'm done and I get so excited when I actually have these big downloads as to what I want to talk about. What's coming up? What do I see that's happening commonly around me? These are how I find some topics. And then as I write, it just comes to me. Being comfortable enough and being adventurous enough to step outside of the comfort zone to allow my voice to speak on these topics. Because if I'm hearing them from other people, who's having these same feelings of being stuck in a comfort zone? We can also use this comfort zone as being put in a little box. I talk about this a lot. With people around me feeling like you're put in a box so it makes you stuck for growth there's always more right there's no need to become that robot and not know what's next we see the big things or maybe it's not big things maybe it's just a change so getting outside of that box getting out of that comfort zone challenge yourself push yourself, trust yourself, know in your heart, find that strength that what you're feeling is where you need to be. So we're going to talk about some tips to help you get to that level. I have a great support team that helps push me, which helps me push myself, right? They're not making me do it, but they're encouraging me or allowing me to talk through the things where I'm stuck. So that helps me get out of that comfort zone so I can reach the goals and accomplishments that I've set for myself. This podcast being one, talked about it for two years, didn't do anything with it. Then finally, I was like, it's time. And I had people help and support me to know that my voice is worthy of being heard. So this first tip is to identify your comfort zone and then acknowledging where we're comfortable. But then we have to acknowledge those goals that we have 
to get to the next level, the next step, the next comfort. Everything's changing in this world. Everything we've got to level up, level up, level up, right? Look for more, more, more. But what if that more is something that actually fills your heart? The value in it is an accomplishment that lifts you up. We're so busy lifting other people up. What if you picked one goal that lifts you up, that makes you feel like I did it. This is what I love. This is what I want to do. Not falling into the same old routine, right? So with that, setting those comfort zones, making them maybe a little bigger, which then leads us to tip number two, which is listen to your body. So emotions and the physical self-care. How do your emotions affect you to care for your own physical body? This is where a lot of people's fear comes in because we don't in the human world, right? I don't like my body. You know what? We're never happy with our body because there's always something more where we get in this comfort zone of, oh, well, I got here. I don't know how to get out of it. I don't know how to make it better. Most people wait until they're sick in order to start working on themselves. But let's break that mold. Let's get out of that comfort zone. What if we work on ourselves to feel good and be healthy inside before we get that doctor report where it's like, now you have to take care of yourself because now it becomes a chore. So this comfort zone in the emotions of physical self-care, what if we make this something that this physical self-care is a daily habit because I feel so good and have so much energy that even when I get down, I know how to dig myself out. I know how to pick myself back up because I'm listening to my body and what it needs to do. So learning to move your body in whatever way feels good for you. It could just be walking around the house. It could just be getting out of bed. For some people, it's hard to get out of bed. I mentioned this before. Know that you're worthy of getting out of bed and going out into this world. We're all put here for a reason. And if we find that reason, what is your voice? What fulfills you? What has God laid on your path? What has your higher power laid on your path? What has your heart laid on your path? Whatever languaging that you need, wherever you are, listening to that, listen to your heart and where you're being filled to give you that energy to get out of that comfort zone. We so often will get stuck in that same routine, right? And then before we know it, we're like, all I do is come home and sit on the couch. I used to go to the gym or I used to play basketball or I used to go play tennis and now I can't move that way. We have past injuries where we give that more power than We could still go out and do these things. I used to hike every weekend. Why don't you do that now? Because this hurts or that hurts. What if you started with a walk? Something flat. Walk to the mailbox and walk back. Go to the store. You're walking around there. Go to the park. Walk around the basketball court. Get in your car and go home. You did a walk. We got to start small. But we got to get out of the comfort of just being home. Because that will soon, in the physical self-care, becomes the uncomfortable zone. And then we really don't know how to get out of it, right? So a comfort zone is not always really comfortable. How many of you agree with me on that? Sometimes this comfort zone can be really, really uncomfortable because we get bored, we get burnt out. We just don't, I mean, it's just become robotic. So in this part, this emotions of physical self-care, really want to encourage you guys to listen to your body because this physical self-care is something your body's probably screaming for. But we take it as a pain. Like even as I'm talking, my back is like, I need to move, right? So move your body, whatever that looks like. Let people go, what is that person doing? If you're just kind of like twisting, like it just feels like I can't sit here anymore. You're stuck at your desk for eight hours a day. Set a timer and every hour get up and walk around your office. If you're staying at home, get up and walk around your house. If you have a dog, get out and go throw the ball or just take the dog outside because they probably want to get some sunlight too. Go stand outside for three minutes and feel the sunlight and then go back in and feel how refreshed you'll feel by listening to your body to just get up and maybe get a little sunlight or a little bit of movement. This is what's letting your emotions guide you 
to get some physical movement in. So we talk about emotions and physical care. Sometimes those emotions aren't, we think of emotions as, oh, I'm gonna be crying or I'm angry, right? These top emotions that we hear about because we're most familiar with them. So there's a whole bunch of different emotions. You've seen those uh, when you're in the hospital, this fun, this image just came in. They have on the whiteboard, how are you feeling today? There's a happy, there's a me, right? Straight faced. How are you feeling today? Draw yourself a happy face. Put it by your computer. I have a stress ball that has a happy face on it and it's sitting at my desk. I just, I noticed it today. It's been there for a couple days. I just kind of giggled. I'm like, that's funny. It's actually looking at me. It's little things like that. But it, it helped me listen to my body, like get up and move so you can find some fun. Find some joy in your body besides sitting and fatiguing your eyes to staring at the computer all day. We get so honed in in our work that we forget that our body needs a little bit of movement because this leads to that comfort zone of up oh, for eight hours, I'm going to go do this, got to go to work. At noon, I'll go to lunch. I'm comfortable in the same routine every day. But I don't know about you, but I like a routine. But then I also get very burnt out by the routine. And I notice this about a two week uh, flow. But every two weeks, I'll be like, oh, I need something different. So I've got to change up a routine somewhere. And training and fitness, the routines are never the same. Because one, I'll get bored. And two, I don't want my client to get bored. So I'm trying to change up routines, even if they're little tweaks in an exercise, something that still helps them feel safe in their movement in their strength training, but also keeps their mind going towards something new and we're finding a new coordination or we're finding a new way to breathe, we're finding a new way to move, we're moving one side of the body, not both at the same time. This brings up different emotions. So it's about keeping your body safe, yes, comfortable, but also listening to your body. That sometimes our body needs a little bit more and it's actually still comfortable there but we're gonna achieve more, feel better, and maybe get more energy to keep pushing us through our day, to make the next day more exciting than the last day. But embracing each day, making a tweak each day to make it fun and interesting, figure out what kind of movement you would need for that physical self-care that helps your emotions stay lifted up. And you doing this for yourself, you may notice a difference and a change in those around you, whether it's at work, or at home, your animals, my animals play a big role in my emotions. If I'm down, they're, they're buttheads. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm being angry. They're, they're, not, they're not happy either. My family always jokes that our animals run off my energy. I see it. They do. It's true. Because I'm the one that, that feeds them. So they're like right on me. Like, oh, if you're not gonna take time for me, then I'm gonna bug you till you do. So just notice those around you. So that's your tip number two listening to your body and listening to maybe what your body's saying to those around you. Let your emotions guide your physical movement. Feeling down, if you're feeling depressed, do a little bit of movement. It doesn't have to be a lot. Just get up and walk around or go feel the sunlight. You don't have to stay out in the sun very long, but just being aware of what your emotions are telling you and what your body's telling you, which leads us to the third one, building a body awareness routine. Now, when I wrote this, I, I giggled. I was like, oh, I got to change that word. I don't like that word routine. I just talked about that. I don't like doing the exact same thing all the time, but creating a body awareness and what helps us listen to our body so that if we do get angry or the emotions really start taking over, we know what we can do, what movement, um, what breath technique, whatever it is that helps you come back into your heart space, balanced, regulated, whatever word you feel called to use there. I, I don't 
practice the exact same thing every day. But I do know my body awareness and what it needs. Sometimes at night I get home, I, oh shoot, I didn't work out. So I'll do a little something just outside with the dog, go run around with them in the backyard because I can move my body just enough to where I feel good and know the next day I get my full workout in. Um, embracing the body awareness is going to be your key here to creating stability in your nervous system. So that body awareness, how you need to move goes along with those emotions. So we're creating that stability, that balance into the awareness so that your nervous system can stay neutral, but with energy to get everything done or just to be who you need to be, to be who you are. How do you show up in this world and not have those big downs where people don't want to be around you? I've apologized for, to people before. I'm like, oh, sorry, my, my emotions, my attitude right now is horrible. Like I'm just going to stay home until I can kind of come back to me and be happy and for people to enjoy being around me. I don't want to go somewhere and then I expect everyone else to do the work to lift me up. I got to do my own work. Part of that is being aware of when I'm down and what I need to do to bring it back up. This routine in building the body awareness, like I don't want to practice working out. I want to embrace working out. I want to have fun working out. Yeah, I'd try some really weird movements. Well, people call that I know call them weird movements because we get so stuck in this routine of simple movements. I'm not doing strength training to be a power lifter. I don't need this technique. I like to do the fun, like get on the ground and like really challenge my body, challenge my body in lifting with the sandbags or kettlebells. You have to find what you like to do, trying to do handstands, right? Pull-ups on rings. Like there's so many different ways now to work out besides staying in. I'm just going to call the bodybuilder of like, well, let's just say like Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? They'd have that routine. They do this, this day, this, this day, this, you know, another body part the next day. That's perfectly fine for them. But where I used to work out that way too. But now where I'm at now, my goals have changed. So I have to embrace that and find a new way that fills me up, that helps me find my flow more, more mobility work, which is more movement work rather than just strength training. And I love to introduce this type of workout to people that they don't understand it and they're, they see it and they're like, my body can't do that. And I'm like, well, maybe not at the level that I was doing it because I've been practicing it for a while, but you've got to start small. So creating this body awareness, instead of telling your body it can't, what if you allowed your body to try it? Try something new. Get out of the comfort zone. Get out of the routine. It can just be for a day and then you can go back to your routine and then you can come back and try something new again. But as we grow, we change and we want something different. So being able to be aware of what our body wants. There's times when I miss it and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do... Like your basic, well, I just want, I don't know why I want to call it an Arnold Schwarzenegger workout, um, a basic strength training workout. But on other days, I really want the flow and I'll put like three exercises in one and then somehow make them flow together and not separately, right? Like getting out of the box, challenging myself. Oh, I wonder if I can create a, you know, a four exercise flow where I do each exercise one time, but they're all back to back without even putting down my weight or my kettlebell, or moving from my mat to standing, wherever I'm at. I hope that makes sense. But it's really fun to do that, and I'll set my timer, four or five exercises. They all just flow together, and I do them in sets of one, but they all flow for like four minutes, and, and it just makes it more interesting to me. So that's something you can try, but you've got to find a way to Build that body awareness so that your body's happy, so that you learn how to trust your body's pace. 
And that's how you're going to build your strength. It's a different kind of strength, right? You're building muscle strength, but you're also building that confidence, that strength, that mental. So you got the physical and the mental and having this huge body awareness as to how you want to move your body. One day it can be at the gym. One day it can be home doing body weight training. One day you might just go to the mountain and go hike, or you just go outside and go for a walk. Create something that you have, maybe you just have a bucket you can pick and be like, oh, this is what I'm gonna do today, right? A bucket of ideas. So just build that body awareness so that that becomes the routine of being aware of your body, not so much just the movement of a routine. So your tip number three is to allow your body to be your guide, trusting your body's pace. Building that strength, building that trust to grow in many different ways of your body awareness rather than just thinking of it as muscle. And this leads us to tip number four, which is embracing your new unique journey. This is where we're going to ditch the comparison and we're going to trust our own path. So as your path changes, so we've been talking about building more awareness and changing a routine, um, embracing your emotions. As we grow, as we grow up, we're taught that our emotions don't cry, don't be angry angry, what's wrong with you. We hear all those things, right? Those are real valid emotions. Allow your kids to feel them. Allow yourself to feel them. There's healthy ways and there's unhealthy ways to emote. But if we embrace this unique journey of who you are, we're going to stop comparing. Like if your kid's crying, let them cry. doesn't matter who's around. If you need to cry, cry. Allow the emotions to come out. Or you meet that emotion and be like, right now is not a really good time. You're going to have an internal conversation. Right now is not a really good time to, to emote like this but I am going to come back and revisit it so that I'm not holding it, right? There is still a time and place, but yelling at someone or yelling at yourself to stop really is not going to help the situation. We're going to press it down and it's going to be harder to allow it to go when it's time. Okay. So with this, this part, this embracing the unique journey, um, the other day talking about comfort zone, sometimes using my voice, well, using actually using my voice in the past was very difficult. I had to be around very safe and trusted people. And I realized that now, which that's what was holding me back. If I didn't feel safe around a group of people or worthy of being in the conversation, I wouldn't say anything. But embracing your individual journey and ditching the comparison, I now trust my path. And I know the path that I'm on, one, allowing my voice to be heard here, but two, doing the work that I do. As a trauma-informed movement specialist, um, on Saturday, I had a memory pop up on Facebook and it was celebrating when I got a certification. I don't talk about certification a lot. Well, I do now because it's my work. I got the certification in 2019 and I was so excited to get my certificate in the mail. And it's for because I'm certified as a Christ-centered trauma recovery specialist, the SHIP method. It's a certification. When I first got it, I was not ashamed, but I had fear about my new relationship with Christ and being judged for people gonna say like, well, who do you think you are? All of a sudden you found him, so you get to speak on him. No, because I've always had that feeling. I've always had him in my heart. But having that memory come up the other day, I was like, well, I really don't talk about it as much as I should. But it is a private journey. But I do talk about it with people when they come to see me, if they're open. Otherwise, it's for me. And knowing that I can guide people in their recovery, in their discovery of finding out who they are inside, 
the ship method, the certification taught me that. And I am also oh ever grateful. And so being able to celebrate that, like embracing this unique journey of the way this came into my life, this certain part of my life on this journey, how it has shifted and changed my whole business and the way I do things, because it has allowed me to see myself and it has allowed me to help others on their journey and to see who they are. It's a beautiful thing and I need to celebrate it more. And I need to allow people to celebrate it with me, not just celebrate it by myself, which is kind of where I go because I get into this comparison. Am I good enough? Am I worthy enough? Just because I didn't speak that way all my life, I'm there to help guide them and ask them questions so they can themselves find who they truly are inside. Mind you, I don't tell anybody what journey to be on. I do not heal anybody. Please know that you are the only one that can heal yourself from within in this in this way, in this emotional path. And we'll talk later about different things that maybe there's other ways, things that you need to help you on this path. What I teach and how I guide is that you're going to be the person who you are when you are ready. So this whole journey, embracing your unique journey and ditching the comparison and trusting your own heart that it's guiding you on the path where you need to be. It's when we stop listening inside is when we take that fork in the road and we feel like we're heading the wrong direction. Trusting that eventually maybe that fork will come back to your original path and to where you're supposed to be. But embracing this unique journey and celebrating the accomplishments that you make along the way is what's going to keep that energy up, which is going to keep that trust in your body up, which is going to keep that body awareness right where it needs to be inside, finding your strength inside, right? Find it in your heart. We stay there. We live there. You're going to embrace your unique journey. So that's your tip number four is to embrace your individual journey and knowing that your pace is the right pace for you. You know, and you trust, you can talk it through with people, but know that your path is your path. Don't let other people make up what you're supposed to be doing. I did this for a long time. I, I had was given a title and I thought a title had this title had to be a certain way until and now I'm out of that comfort zone and I'm loving life right now. I'm loving what I'm doing. Fascinating for the progress that I make and it's fascinating to watch the progress that other people make. The gratitude and the love, it just fills my heart. So getting out of that comfort zone to make a difference in your own life and possibly to make a difference in other people's lives, right? So getting out of that comfort zone, it's time to step out of it, whether it's a walk or an asking for guidance, whether you know what to do or you need a little bit of help in getting there, right? But it's time to step out of the comfort zone. So that's tip number five, nice and short and sweet. Start small. Every moment counts and it's time to have faith in your body's capabilities, whether it's holding the emotions and letting go of emotions or it's moving your body, okay? So there's your top five tips for today. We're gonna continue this conversation have so much more. Um, it's been incredible to go through some of these comfort zone journeys, the emotional celebration, um, set some intentions. So we'll go through that. I wanted to give you guys a couple uh, ideas for setting intentions. Set your intentions to physically get out of your comfort zone. One that I set this morning, I release the judgment of my own body. And then my affirmation for the day is that I am strong enough to move my body freely. And I also set an intention for my mental, right? Staying clear for the emotions to get out of my comfort zone today. My intention is I will no longer fear being seen. 
yesterday was kind of a struggle. I don't know what was happening. I heard it from a few people. Their, their energy was just off and they just kind of felt blah. And I noticed I did too. So I had to do some movement, some work around that. So today when I got up and I was doing my breath work and just sitting outside is I will no longer fear being seen. So my affirmation for today is I am worthy of being seen and celebrated. So getting out there and just really, you know, like being with people and, and celebrating the good, big or small, celebrate it. Did some movement today. Celebrate that with somebody. Set an intention and an affirmation today. Celebrate that with someone. Share it with somebody. So go ahead and write your intentions and your aff- affirmations for today. Sorry. And then don't forget to celebrate taking that first step to getting out of your comfort zone. And we will continue this conversation on getting out of the comfort zone, a little more on the physical and a little more on the spiritual level. There's just so much. There's a big conversation. So walking through your comfort zone, building your trust in your movement, your emotional celebrations, and then setting your intentions for the day. Embrace your unique journey with your confidence and knowing who you are every day. Celebrate taking the first step. You may take a first step every single day. Celebrate that. Stay tuned. I have my first guest coming up in October and I have a feeling this conversation will continue. I know this one will, but maybe when she comes on the same conversation, we'll get more insight from her on this comfort zone. I am very grateful to have you listening, hopefully spreading and sharing this word if you know anyone that needs it. But we're really, what I'm really here for is to give you that one nugget that really helps you move through your day. Get out of that comfort zone. Encourage you to feel your emotions and to take those little steps. Okay? Embrace the change, celebrate your journey, be seen, see yourself. Have a blessed day.